All righty. Let's, uh, let's uh, get some intro going here for the Sarge, uh, Mr. Bila. Come on. Uh, time for the crime report, ladies and gentlemen. Summit Crime Stoppers, the sponsor, 1 800 220 TIP. 220 477. All calls and deed kept anonymous. Monetary rewards issued occasionally for information that will lead to an arrest. In particular cases, Joe Jacklow, retired NYPD sergeant, former commanding officer of the Bronx Cold Case Squad. He's current adjunct professor at John Jay College, author of the Criminal Investigative Function, which is an incredible, incredible read. Uh, Guy of New Investigators, 4th edition, 5 soon to come. Uh, Joe, a highly decorated member of the NYPD, including the most notable departmental of valor. Let's not forget, best-selling author, the Cold Case Handbook, uh, as well as uh, a uh, top-viewed uh, TV show on YouTube regarding the Gilgo uh, investigation. We'll talk about that uh, as we welcome in the Sarge. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, Jay. How are you? All righty. Doing well, doing well. Joe, let's uh, let's start off with a case. Uh, it's an interesting case uh, where you have a guy who is uh, suspected uh, of murder uh, here in New York, uh, made his way out to Arizona, uh, cre- created more crimes there for himself with stabbings, a couple of women involved. Um, and you have a district attorney now who is saying, you know what? Uh, there, will, there will not be any extradition uh, of this guy because uh, I'm, I'm not a big believer, uh, D.A. Alvin Bragg, of, of how you have handled criminal activity, heinous crimes. Uh, I haven't been a believer of how you have acted. You're soft on it. And in essence, kind of paraphrasing someone here, Joe, but in essence, I'm keeping him right here uh, in my state until further notice. What do you think of that? The fact that we're like we're even discussing this right just shows you how crazy things have gotten in New York State. I mean, this is this, across the country. DAs from across the country saying, "I'm not sending you." Now, I did look up. I, I had a feeling you were going to ask me this, so I looked up um, some of the the rules and, and and laws going on in in Arizona, and they actually have like a, a home rule, so to speak, where they do their cases first before extradition. So it's not unusual that they would say. We're not sending him until you do it done, because there's a good possibility that, you know, what they got him for in, in Arizona, he's not going to get out for a real long time. So, even though, you know, you have these you know, jurisdictional issues, whatever, whoever has the individual, they're the ones that can control what's going on. But you know what? I, I think that um, the DA Alvin Bragg, you know, having to make a press conference and even defend himself or read from a, a press release kind of thing, I think is even, I, I think I'd hurt him even more. I don't know if I would have responded to that if I was him. Yeah. And listen, it just accentuates his, his terrible policies. I mean, listen, how, how do you have any confidence in a guy who gives you the playbook day one of his tenure of crimes he'll prosecute and ones he wouldn't? I mean, what do you think? You're not going to have reverberations uh, around the country and discussions? I mean, my goodness. Uh, it's a blueprint of what we have seen uh, over the years. The two cops who were killed, ambushed, uh, Joe, that uh, horrible January, the widow getting up at the uh, at the funeral and pretty much stating 
for for all of us and around the country of uh, of Bragg and his policies and everything else that he needs to change. I mean, uh, what what else does Alvin Bragg expect? Uh, you know, uh, going going after a former president, uh, cer- certain uh, questions involving that. Uh, over stuff, hush money, and everything else involved here to kind of make maybe make a name for himself more so. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what the motivation is for this guy anymore. Uh, but I, I think we do know that he is soft. He is soft on policy. I mean, that's that's quite evident. You know, if you and I don't want to hear any arguments either. You know, listen, uh, it's one thing about shoplifters and looters and everything else, but he's tough, very tough when it comes to individuals who are involved with murder and everything else. Uh, listen. A lot of the guys, in my estimation, that he lets back out on the street uh, create the same type of criminal activity for themselves uh, and even uh, more in uh, heinous fashion. So, you know, uh, and that's a fact, Joe. The the issue that really comes down to is, um, you know, like I said to somebody, I go, is it politics? Yes. Uh, is it grandstanding? Yes. But was she wrong? <laughs> right? That even, that's the question that you have to ask. Right? Answer was, was she wrong for doing this? Uh, um, the issue that comes down to is we don't. He's so unpredictable that you don't know what he's going to do, and that's and that's really what what's happening, right? So we saw him bungle the case with Jose Alba. That was the um, the guy in the bodega who was, um, you know, getting a robbery, and he ends up yep, yep. and then and then uh, you know, and then being forced to release him after the fact. And then you had the issue where we had this Daniel Penny case where people think this is the same thing mm-hmm. uh, and then there was another guy that, that that he released who who um shot somebody on the subway and let yeah. go because he said it was so i mean this this inconsistencies about what he's done and he, like you said day one he had everything out there and and you know what jay unfortunately i see him getting reelected, whatever is the next year or the following year whatever it is because people just don't understand about really what's going on and it even more so if Lee Zeldin was elected governor, and you know, the first thing and, and Zeldin stated, if the first thing he would do as governor would be to give him the pink slip. I mean, it just shows you something. You bring up the Alba case. He held Alba on a $100,000 bond. Uh, even most recent nature uh, with those thugs beating up those two cops. Look what happened there. And then he comes out, you know, a day, a dollar short, day late, dollar short. Uh, as far as, you know, wanting to prosecute and everything else. Meanwhile, these guys fled to other states. I mean, come on. I mean, the whole thing is just yeah, but even, even that, even that case, he only put it in front of a grand jury. He just didn't charge him until the, he waited for the grand jury to tell him exactly. what to Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to hear anything from Alvin Bragg. You're right, unfortunately. And you have a governor who won't do it. The governor has the power to remove him. Won't do it. We know that. Kathy Hill would never do it. Yeah, how many uh, but, times is she going to have to talk to him? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, all that uh, in play, very serious case, though, what's going on there. Interesting, though. Uh, Joe Jacklin, the crime report. Let's get to a couple of locals, Joe. Uh, a guy, the Patro guy who admitted yesterday harassing the same-sex couple, calling the women an abomination. It was a Mother's Day attack in Patro. Uh There was a plea agreement involved for Joseph Kess. Uh, who allows who allows his release from jail here? He pled guilty uh, before the court of justice uh, in the case. He's got six months though incarceration. By the way, he's already served that and some probation involved when he's sentenced. So that was a uh, a very high profile deal there. Yeah, I mean, what leave people alone, right? I mean, like what what makes people so crazy over certain things? I, I have no idea. I mean, if you remember too, 
and I remember when we spoke about this, um, well, the district attorney, I remember he had put out a press release, and it was pretty, it was it was worded very strongly, if, if I remember correctly. I mean, this is just, um, yeah, I, I don't understand where people become such bigots and, and, and certain things. I, I, I just, if everyone just mind their own business and keep their mouth shut on certain things, uh, it would be a much better place to world. <laughs> I, I can tell you that right now. Yep. No question about it. Respect people. Uh, that's the bottom line. Hatred, there's no place for it. Uh, so uh, interesting there. Also, Suffolk reaching a, a settlement, Sarge, with a woman who alleged uh, it was a federal lawsuit that she was sexually assaulted almost seven years ago by a police officer. Uh, this was in an interrogation room while another cop falsified entries in a prisoner log uh, to cover up for his uh, partner there. Uh, so, you know, Suffolk County was uh, against the wall on this one, thus the settlement, Sarge. Yeah, no, this was another terrible case. And, well, you know, it's, um, you know, they, of course, they, you know, they're not going to identify who the the plaintiff is because it's against the law. But you know what? I mean, there, there needs to be some other repercussions over here. And, um, you know, she had to go to the FBI because it just she didn't believe the Suffolk County police would do anything. Mm. And, that, and that's that's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, no doubt about it, uh, without question there. So, uh, you know, listen, uh, you sometimes have this nefarious activity going on there. Uh, and the fact of the matter is, you know, people have rights, you know, whether locked up or whatnot here. you got to be careful of that. you got to respect it. Uh, the Sarge with us, the crime report. Uh, police in Suffolk say no hate crime committed, Joe. This was Wednesday, an outburst. A caught on camera. It was over at the Islamic Center of Melville. A man walked into the building, used obviously for religious purposes, demanded that the Israeli hostages be released by Hamas, a lot of requests and everything else uh, for those in the mosque room to leave. Video went on for over a minute there, so a uh, very tense situation regarding what happened in Melville the other day. No threat, no hate crime at all involved here, according to police. Right. Well, the issue that comes down to is um, there could be things such as, like in New York, you have things like our hate incidents, and you have things that are hate crimes, right? A hate incident is basically, you could say, you know, it's, it's verbal stuff that doesn't rise to the level of a crime, right? They, I don't even think they used that term in this. So I haven't seen the video, and, um, you know, unless he was specifically saying, you know, something other than release the prisoners, yeah. um, you know, I guess maybe you could say, you know, harassment kind of thing. But other than that, well, harassment would be a violation in New York, and it has to be in the police presence. Even if it's caught on video, um, you know, not the same thing, so no. to speak. But, you know, we, we don't want to see we don't want to see any of these groups, you know, doing this kind of behavior either. I mean, because it only leads to the tensions rising, and then something really bad happens. No doubt about it. The Sarge with us with the crime report, Joe. Uh, certainly one that uh, took the week as far as storylines were concerned. You had the the widow of uh, Anastasia Sakos uh, unleashing uh, a, a raw, emotional, very angry type of speech directed to the woman convicted of killing her husband. That was that horrific, uh, you and I spoke about this uh, for a long time, uh, a DWI crash on the expressway exit, uh, what is it, 2021, uh, Jessica Bavay, uh, gets, what, 27 years now uh, in prison. Uh, just a gut-wrenching uh, speech. 
And, uh, of course, the woman was found guilty of second-degree aggravated manslaughter last October uh, in Queens. Uh, not, a lot, not a long time for this jury uh, to deliberate, Joe, I remember. Uh, but truly, uh, just, a, just an awful scene. Uh, Officer Sakos uh, doing his job, directing traffic from a previous accident. This, this woman just drives drunk uh, right into him, catapulted him in the air. My goodness, just an awful scene. And uh, and a culmination of uh, uh, of quite uh, some vitriol, well needed vitriol, of uh, of the husband there, uh, to the to the uh, to the woman who killed uh, her husband. Uh, but that that was gut wrenching. Yeah, I saw uh, some of that, and it's like, yeah, it was all these years of just well built up uh, emotion, just kind of exploded out there in the courtroom, and uh, you know. I, I think what's really doomed this woman was the video that she made prior to it and things that she said. I think um, you know, she did herself no favors in regards to that. And listen, all that hate is going to eat you up. And that's why I, you know, I tell people, just mind your own business and keep your comments to yourself in that respect. I mean, you, to, to go after people specifically or go after professions, you know, for no reason, um, it's just... It, it, you know these things come back and haunt you, and this is exactly what happened. You know, her drug use on the on the video or the podcast, whatever she was doing. I mean, you, you kind of you kind of just handed the DA uh, a conviction, and, and you know, ground ball kind of thing. Yeah, no question about it. Just uh, god awful. What can I tell you? One of the worst cases uh, that the Sarge and I have discussed over the years, without question. Uh, Joe's another one where you have the Attorney General's office now in New York. Uh, investigating, uh, they're launching a probe into that shooting death last week. And the Bayshore man, uh, following an encounter with members of the police department in Suffolk, it was uh, last Saturday, uh, where an officer shot and killed this uh, Tyquel Woodson, a 33-year-old, uh, after he charged at them uh, and stabbed one of them several times by police responding to a, a domestic uh, dispute call. Uh, and listen, I know that uh, attorney generals investigate this type of stuff Seems clear cut to me. Guy comes at you with, with a weapon, uh, won't stop, and everything else. What is a police officer to do here, Sarge? Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you saw me. I was on News Twelve uh, regarding this case. Yeah, I know you, but, you. You made some comments on it. Absolutely. Yeah. No. I mean, um, the, the only thing that you have to deal with here is the leaking of the video, right? That's the uh, that's the only bad part of this whole thing. But but yes, right. This so state law requires the attorney general to review all of the uh, police-involved shootings, if they involve a death or not. So that's just normal protocol. It's um, it's something that nobody has to, you know, don't read into it. It's just That's just the procedure. Uh, but, you know, the police, they need to, you know, speak about these things in, like, not good police shooting or bad police shooting, right, just justified and not justified. And, and the Suffolk County chief there, uh, he did say, you know, this was justified, too, so I'm glad they're starting to use the right words in, in certain aspects. But, yeah, I mean, from what I, I didn't see, I didn't get see the video that got leaked because it keeps on disappearing, but, mm. you know, from what we've learned, the guy comes charging at him with the knife, right, knocks the cop into the in, in, back into the snow and starts stabbing him. They even tried to taser on him first, and that didn't work, and then they result, resorted to the firearm. So, um, you know, you could even question, like, why did they go to a taser when there's somebody's, you know, getting stabbed? They should have gone right to the gun, right? So this is that hesitation that I've always worried about, that things, you know, people are at cops are actually, like, worried about using their gun 
in that respect. So I don't think I don't see the attorney general um, making anything out of this other than you know passing it through. That's it. You know, Joe. Here's the bottom line, and this guy was certifiable crazy. We know that. Uh, but you know, you see an uptick in all this stuff where people are just attacking cops. Doesn't help. Doesn't help when DAs don't uh, don't press the laws properly. Uh, but you see, you know, even the the storyline, you know, for that guy had a great neck. He's accused of punching a police officer in the face, resisting arrest. There's just way too much of this stuff uh, going on. And this is the derivative of what's happening uh, within the confines of our country as far as not really clamping down and prosecuting or being able to prosecute properly based on soft laws. So, you know, things have to change. And when things do change... Uh, I think uh, I think it'll be interpreted a different way as far as what people think they can get away. Right now, people think they can have their way with cops. So uh, definitely a trend in that regard. Now, uh, a trend in the right direction is how the Sarge is going about his business. He's got the, the great book out, the Cold Case Handbook, which is a bestseller. You can still get it on Amazon. Uh, and if you're into the whole Gilgo thing and everything else, great handbook because it really deciphers chapter by chapter. Uh, exactly uh, how investigators go about their business uh, in some of these cases that have uh, gone on solved for years. Not only that, uh, he has uh, a YouTube uh, show all regarding Gilgo. The viewership is, uh, it seems like every week he gets a couple of thousand more. People are catching on real quick. Give me a, give me a sense how that's going, Such. Yeah, we're doing the the, the show's doing great. Um, the other night, I had on a, a digital forensics expert. We talked about uh, cell phone records and data and pinging and all kinds of stuff. There, we we kind of tied it into you know the burner phones and, and with Long Island serial killer case <clears throat> and uh, you know some other big cases like the Idaho Four. There's a lot of uh, digital forensics in that case, so it's actually a pretty interesting conversation. And this weekend, I have on uh, TV host Aphrodite Jones. And we're going to be discussing certain high-profile cases uh, in the media. She has her she has her own show on investigation discovery, so that should be pretty interesting. But yeah, the job in the cold case handbook is still yep. soaring, uh, and you can get it on Amazon, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So check that out. Check it out on the YouTube channel as well. As far as Joe Jackalone, the Sarge, he's right there, uh, front and center, and we look forward to more great stuff regarding that investigation. Uh, Always a pleasure, my friend. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. Take care, Jake. All righty.